So what I did is I filled a bus. Perfect. I promoted the show. Great. I got everything, all my ducks in a row. My one downfall was also such a benefit. I filled a bus with hundreds of dollars of alcohol. Ah, <laughs> oh, here we go. <laughs> I got a whole bus trashed before the show. And we Who could got... have seen this coming, Andy. I got literally um... could not have. Oh, it's, it's not your fault, man. Who no. would have known? No, I would not have thought because we didn't eat right <laughs> before the show, and we piled in to a group of people who are highly intoxicated. <laughs> Eight comedians who are going to give it their best. And I had my headliner look at me and say, I, I have no idea what to say. <laughs> it's like, what are my jokes? He was that blind. <laughs> he completely forgot his headline set. And we had to sit there five minutes before the show and tell him his own jokes. <laughs> and I'm the MC, and I get on and I'm like, so, comedy. <laughs> that was my opening line. <laughs> Welcome. Comedy. <laughs> That's how blind drunk I was. And I'm like, I should probably tell some jokes. But I'd rather just bring on the comedians. Who have I got? Um, and then I look at a comedian and I'm like, this guy. <laughs> Didn't even say their name. No! <laughs> <laughs> the worst gig of my life. Welcome back. We are here at season two of The Worst Gig of My Life, and I'm joined by... Andy Chambers. How are you? <laughs> Andy's a very talented comedian, and I believe he's got some important shows coming up. Yeah, a comedy show, a comedy festival, which is going to be fun. Uh, on April 11th, 12th, and 13th, which is good. Where's uh, that? At the Rubber Chicken. It's uh, 9 p.m. I've kind of gone strategically with 9, uh, to be honest with you. I've done 7 o'clock shows, people are eating. Mm. Uh, I don't know. I just kind of thought, you know what, if they're going to be a little bit loose, 9 p.m., I've done a few gigs where you're like, all right, 9 p.m. is on the back of when people, they've already had food, they're settled, and they've had a few drinks. Yeah. And you're like, that's my crowd. Strategic. Yeah. Like, it. like six o'clock, pre-food, early drinks. Nah, nah, that's not my crowd. You know what I mean? Like yeah. maybe blue collar, whatever. I'm looking, I'm not looking for a blue collar or a white collar crowd. I'm looking for a flannelette crowd. <laughs> if you wear flannelette or own Ugg boots or moccasins, fucking come to my show. <laughs> <laughs> fucking fantastic. And Andy has uh, the most amazing tattoo. Yeah. <laughs> I cannot show any of you yet because he'll be debuting it and revealing it to the world uh, during his comedy show. Uh, but when that's over, I'll release the video and you can see the most beautifully artistically created <laughs> tramp stamp on earth. It is the sluttiest tattoo you've ever seen. It's amazing. <laughs> uh, how long have you been doing comedy for? Uh, four years. Four years. So now. I've been doing comedy for four years. Um, I've been performing pretty much most of my life. So when I was a kid um, living in Seymour, I like I was in the school choir, like in grade three or four. Nerd. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 
But the thing is, like, the, the first year that I was in the school choir, the, the choir teacher said to the class, all right, guys, now, I understand that not all of you can sing. <laughs> this is about getting people on stage and teaching. And everyone was like, what? What? We're all here because we can, you know. So I think she was specifically talking about me. Like, <laughs> I wasn't, I was still, I was a cute kid. Like, don't get me wrong. I was like, all right. I was always at the front on the corner. So like the microphone couldn't hear me, but I was like, I had effort. I was punching it out. <laughs> um, but yeah, I did carols by candlelight and all that kind of stuff. And yeah, man, like I did drama, um, like theater. Performances of all kind. Oh man. I was, I was the, the theater kid, but look, I was never the, the main actor because I couldn't remember my lines. <laughs> it was, it's a very important skill for an actor to have. This hey. is true. I was, I'd get to a point where I'm like, oh God, oh, oh. So they were, I was like the main actor's best friend. Yeah. I was always the main actor's best friend. So I'd always be, it wasn't like I had all of these things. I'd be like, oh yeah, oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> so I'd, I'd, I'd come in with like the witty stuff yeah. um, to help out. Um, but, that, but I never got the big lines. I was just there for like the comic effect. I was like, oh, okay, I'll take that. I don't know. I don't think, yeah, high school was a long time away from me, to be honest. <laughs> um, yeah, man. I, I was just everything like support. That was mm. it. I did um, music in high school. I couldn't sing. I just gave it a go. Uh, the hard thing about doing music in school, especially like a band class, they expect you to already be able to play an instrument. It's not kind of the idea of doing music. I thought I'd be able to learn something and be like, yeah, I'm going to go and learn how to read. They're like, no, well, you're in year 11. You should already know how to read music and write it. I was like, this sucked. So I just had to pretend that I knew how to sing. Yeah. And I just kind of got on there and I just gave it a go. It was the worst. <laughs> I, was, I mean, hear this voice, right? Imagine this voice singing Ronan Keating. <laughs> and I was like, I, I, I'm like, yeah, I can totally sing. I can, yeah, I got it. And then they're looking at me and just going, you cannot sing. I'm like, yeah, no, you're right. <laughs> There's still nothing better than every Anzac Day when they have to play, fuck, what's it called? On the trumpet. Is it the first post? Yeah, the last post. The last post. In my high school in Wodonga, mm. we had our music teacher play it. In Wodonga? In Wodonga, Oh, yeah. you're near Kibuka. Who's, you're who's near really Kibuka. good. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm yeah. a half-breed, half-country, mm. half-city. And then mm. when I moved to Melbourne... Um, they had a student playing mm. the last post and you almost feel disrespectful laughing at how fucking bad it was. Because, <laughs> <laughs> you know, the message behind it is like, oh, this is really nice, respectful. People have given their lives to um, protect our country and then you've got some 13-year-old butchering the last post on a trumpet. Doesn't hit well, a single note. Look, I'm usually the bad influence. <laughs> um, no, it's cool, man. So, I, look, I, I, yeah, so from musical theatre, I was a party clown. Uh, not a creepy one, but I worked in a bowling center. Yeah, and I went to a circus. Uh, bowling once. centers have clowns? They don't. <laughs> <laughs> they so don't. you need to leave. Yeah. <laughs> no, well, I thought, you know what? It'd be cool because, well, you know when you get those face painters and they come around, they do face and they cut cakes with you and yeah. stuff. They, they, they are like a hired clown or something. I thought, I went to a circus with a girlfriend at the time and the clown was really crap. And I'm like, I could do that. <laughs> now, I'm like, I could do that. That's easy. And I and I did it. And I'll be honest with you. No. <laughs> I hated it. Do you, have you, do you know what a clown does? Uh, to be honest with you. Thankfully, no. No, do not. 
mad respect for clowns. <laughs> mad respect. Do you know why? Because at that point, I have a big, cheesy smile on my face, right? And kids, I was a 30-year-old man, right? And I have kids who are one to two to three years old. Right, pulling my hair, going, is this real? Is that real? Stomping on your feet, going, do these work? Is this work? And I'm like, I'm a walking toy at this point, which, which is fine. And I'm greasing off their parents, going, help me! Control your yeah, child. Yeah, control your child. And their kid with a big smile on my face and like fake hair, going, come here, get your kid. At that point, they don't know because they just think that I'm being funny. They're like, hey, look. It's the smile. Yeah. You know, I can't take it seriously. Exactly. It was the hardest gig. <laughs> Just being a clown. Like I did it for like three hours, right? Three hours at a time, just walking around, helping cutting cakes and and just being nice and, and just over-exaggerating stuff is exhausting. Yeah. Right? I thought this is going to be so much fun. And then I got on. The reason why I looked at that clown in the circus and thought I could do that and I thought this guy's shit is because he's tired and he knows how shit his job is. He's not looking at me going like... Yeah, you could totally do this. That's right. But back 20 years ago when I first started, you know what I mean? Like, I loved it. Now I just hate you. <laughs> and that's it. Yeah. So, look, mad respect for those and people who can just get up and give it a go yeah. because it's, it's breaking that wall. Like, I didn't have a thing around me. It was just people who were there and I'm trying to do balloon tricks and I can't do balloon tricks. So, and that was a part of my shtick. Yeah. Just a failure balloon trick clown <laughs> and <laughs> twisting balloons and trying stuff. And it, look, it was fun to say that I did it. Yeah. But I'm glad. Never again. That, uh, yeah, I would not do it again. It was, it was crazy. <laughs> and it was shortly after that, um, that whole killer clown thing came out. And so that, was that 20, 2018 or something like everyone like in America, like yes. people just dress up as clown and terrorizing people for like a week. Yes. Yeah. And everyone's like, hate clowns, hate clowns. And I'm like, okay, you hate those clowns. You know, <laughs> people are like, I'm scared of clowns. I'm like, they're not fucking scary. But look, <laughs> I understand the fact that if a clown comes out and jumps out at your kid, it's like, rah, and you're like, ah, you're like, I guess <laughs> I would be scared of that clown. But if you just walk up and go, hey, buddy, like that's their intention is yeah. to be full of laughter and happiness. That's not really something to be scared of. But ultimately, the jump factor is, you know. What was, what was the worst experience you had doing as, that as a clown? Honestly, there was, it was one, the last day that I ever did it. The last day I was supposed to be working for three hours. I think I did an hour. And I'd all done up, ready to go, and I'm standing there on the lanes, and I had a and I had a group of kids, just circling around me like bullies, <laughs> and I'm just standing there going, "Hey guys, you should just stand a little bit away," and they're like, "Bang, bang!" like stamp, stomping on my feet, and I'm like, "That's okay, guys, you could do." And I'm like, "Let's just," and they're pulling on my neck and and like trying to pull my ears off because I had big fake ears, and and I'm like, oh. like pulling, and I'm like, ugh, ugh. And like I'm at this point like I'm a living toy like I get it but it's just like oh like can you just 
fuck off. You know, I can't do that, dude. Like a three-year-old, you know. No, like, you can, you should have. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like a big solid clown boot to the face. <laughs> like that is funny. No, it's not. Um, squeaks as yeah. it kicks him in the head. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and he'd be like, oh, shit. But no, that was... Um, that was crazy. That was one of the craziest things. But uh, yeah, being able to come from stage, like I did some clowns on stage. I've done a whole bunch of different actors and things. Um, when I say actors, like, sorry, I've done a whole bunch of different parts. Yeah. Um, and I think I even played a clown on stage once. And then coming off stage and then taking the makeup, so putting the makeup on, but being in front of people to completely taking the makeup off and some of our gigs are just on ground level, you know, microphone in the corner. So to be able to come from on stage with makeup, off stage with makeup, no stage, no makeup, just this, it's a slow progression. Mm. Um, it's been a lot of fun, man. It's, it's, it's been really good. Um, but yeah, as I said to you, I've done it, like performed a shit ton. So when people get up and they go, are you nervous? I'm like, nah. <laughs> no. <laughs> I've had kids kicking me in the feet. Well, a lot more off, just in the feet, but I'm like everywhere. They, they punch you me. in the, <laughs> punch in you in the thing. Did you wear a box? No. Oh. <laughs> they don't punch you everywhere because they think it's hilarious. <laughs> like, what would this do? <laughs> Boom. And you just go, oh. big greedy smiley, like, go. <laughs> <laughs> That's so good. I'm going to get a beer. Yeah, then, I love one, man. I'm finished. And then we'll uh, we'll jump into the worst gigs. Oh, dude. Um, probably there is one that stands out. Uh, I wouldn't... When I say the worst gig, I threw, I've thrown gigs. Like, when I say I've thrown it, like, I've gotten on stage and I knew straight away, I don't care if I bomb. I do not care at this point. Mm. Um, I did a gig in Werribee. Off to a good start. Here we go. Yeah. <laughs> and it was a good night, good headliner. It was a great gig, right? This is going to, it's been there before, really good setups. And I'm thinking, this is going to be good. These are my people. Yeah. Right? I lived there for a year. I knew the, the tavern it was in. Um, I thought, this is great. And then. There were people who went on before me and I thought, okay, I was kind of mid-range in where the performance was <clears throat> and a young woman went on before me. There was probably two young women in the show. She went on before me, uh, like two people, and when she went on, uh, the crowd were always talking a little bit much. Like there was a few tables around who were kind of talking amongst themselves and I'm thinking, okay, all right, this is a bit of a, this is interesting. It's a rowdy crowd, right? It's a pub crowd. Let's see where we go, right? The crowd's yeah. a little bit feral <laughs> is what I could call it in a nice way. Not, not in a way they were feral, but it was like a feral crowd. Yeah. Um, and I'm like, okay. She got on, right, knowing this because you can feel it when you're in comedy. You know the kind of crowd. You, you have to be able to read it. She got on. She's like, hey, I'm so-and-so. And they said, next. Oh. Guy from the back of the room. Fuck. Big ass neck tattoo, bum bag, white bonds top. Yelled out before she'd even started. Mm. Yeah. Poor girl. 
at that point, you just look at it and you're like, this is not going to go well. <laughs> and at that point, he owned it. He owned everything. So in comedy, you have to be the most dominant one in the room. It's You have to be the alpha because then people listen. And it's hard. Like, that's the point. You have to own the stage. And... Um, then another guy got on after her. She quickly got on, did a short set. One of her friends got on who was a little bit of a, a lightweight, did some lighthearted jokes and no one listened. 90% mm. of the people had their back to the audience. And and, I'll, and I'm looking at it and I'm like, I know these people. And that little bit of a savage smile came on in the corner of my mouth. <laughs> right? You're going to get it. <laughs> I just walked on stage. And I stood there with a microphone and I'm just like, yo, fuckhead. That was my opener. The guy with the bum bag. Yeah. yeah. And that no one said anything. Everybody went quiet. Like, this is not even a comedy show. And I'm like, yeah, you in the Bond singlet and the rose neck tattoo. How you doing? And I'm like, what's your name? And he go, and, and you just go, and I'm like, no, 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 no. Take that cock out of your mouth and tell me what your fucking name is. <laughs> and then he just looked at me and his eyes pricked up. And the first thing I thought of was, I'm getting bashed here. <laughs> I am definitely getting bashed on the way out from the car park. And I thought, and I'm like, you know what? I'm here and I'm like, I'm going to defend comedy as a whole. Yeah. No, this is happening. And Fuck I'm like, yeah. yo, what's your name? And he's just like, yeah, whatever. And I'm like, do you want to come up and do some comedy? He's like, nah. And I'm like, good, then fucking leave it to us. Your job down there is to watch. My job here is to talk, so shut your mouth. And and he, and I did some material and he wasn't listening. And I'm like, did you hear that, mate? <laughs> and he's just like, at this point, I'm fighting him with my words, <laughs> like with my jokes. I'm sort of talking to him and I'm like, hey, man, what's going on? Hey, then, what's going on? Did you hear me? And at that point, <laughs> well, I'm literally, and then by the end of it, he's watching me. And I'm like, you heard that one, didn't you? And he's like, yep. And he clapped and he watched me come off the crowd. And I'm like, yep. I walked up afterwards and I'm just like, bro, I was just joking. He's like, I, and he's like, yeah, no worries. He laughed it off. We had a bit of a joke. But you know what? As I walked off, the crowd, like for the next few acts, everyone faced the crowd because I, I brought the attention back back to where it needed to be and the stage. I threw that gig. Thank I looked you. at it and I'm like, I, I, I don't care. I do not care about this. Take them on for the team. Yeah, I'm taking it. And the headliner got on and smashed, did really well. But I think it was before that point, it was just, no one cared. It was a feral gig. Mm. I don't know. And I was just like, no, nah, I don't really want to get bashed. But something inside <laughs> me was just like, I'm taking it. Not to uh, slander the good people of Werribee. <laughs> I, my, I spent a year there. It's okay. <laughs> it was, yeah. It, look, there was a place that's from the area, it's around the corner from Werribee called The Birdcage. Classy. Um, mm -hmm. No, no, no. Mm. It's, it, it's basically um, all of the streets around the town are named, so around that area, and uh, named after birds. But they call it the bird cage because once you go in, you don't come out. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's very much full of uh, commission, uh, broken down cars in your front yard, and uh, couches at your front door. Well, you've got to sit somewhere. Yeah, well, that's right. You've got to, you've got to hock bongs somewhere uh, outside. <laughs> you know, don't smoke a crack pipe indoors. <laughs> 
So <laughs> you get out in the beautiful nature surrounds. Yeah, hog pongs on the street. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, but that's that's pretty much what it was. So it was good. Um, that was probably my most dangerous gig, man. Like that was I walked. Could have gone either way. I had to walk back to my car and get escorted <laughs> back to my car before the gig finished. And I'm like, he's here? Okay, good, I'm going home. <laughs> Everyone's like, here's my phone number. Tell me if he leaves. Call me if he leaves. Yeah. Because I had to get, I had to go down an underground car park. Ooh. And my car was like a walk away. <laughs> and I was like, mm, look, I, I'm okay. I, like, it wasn't crazy, but I'm like, this is, this is so shady. Yeah. But. Uh, what you do for comedy? <laughs> <laughs> oh, the art, love it. Mm. <laughs> what about uh, what about uh, bad performances on your part? Bad performances, not reading the crowd, mm. is is a bad performance. Look, I've got on and done jokes, said jokes. Um, yeah, we have to read a crowd as a comic. You have a group of jokes. Um, and I got on and I did a joke and I was, it was a little Brunswick bar and, and I was like, oh, okay, here we go. <laughs> Let's see how well my material goes down. I wore a flannelette shirt and a singlet and, and I got on and I'm like, hey guys, how you going? Straight away, they looked at me like <laughs> toxic masculinity. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, here we go. Just trying to get the white man down and I, and I looked at it and I'm like what's going on guys straight away the energy in the room went cold mm. and I did some material and someone said something someone just said something I can't remember exactly what it was someone like I asked an audience member because I like to be very conversational and I asked an audience member something and I went with the old that's what she said Always a classic. And then they just yelled out, they! Pronouns, bro. Were they... No. Were they fucking with you or was No. That... Oh. That is the one thing you cannot do now. <laughs> Comedy has, like, gone so PC. It was like, at that point, I knew I was going terribly. But the minute everyone turns, I'm like, I've never had a worse heckle. At that point, like, that's a bad heckle. You get heckled for pronouns. That's what she said. And everything just went dead quiet. And everyone's like, that's not a she. And I was like, oh. Like, at this point, like, I try and be political correct, politically correct. I tried not to swear. Yeah. I'm like, I'm just, I'm just going to try and be the, the, on my best bogan behavior. <laughs> uh, and I was like, I'm going to be articulate and I'm going to be nice. And, and the she comment caught me out. You misgendered someone of all the things I to mis slip up on. I misgendered. You should have known. I should have known, bro. And I'm, I'll be honest, I understand. Hats off, I'm not taken away from anybody, but uh, I mean, I, I feel like I should have gone around and done a census before the show. <laughs> <laughs> it's got to catch you off guard too. Like who even, who, mm -hmm. how do you plan for that? I mean, that's, you can't. It's gotta, that's got to just you like can't. throw anyone off because who's going to be expecting that it's you, a misgendering and you're like, oh, fuck, what do I do? You can't. At, at that point, you just have to, you have to plan to fail and as much as, pardon me, as much as you want to get on and do your best and the audience want you to do your best, mm. but your issue is the minute you fail, it's like sharks in the water. 
they smell blood, they smell blood and you're done. Mm. And at that point, they're picking your part. The crowd will just be like, oh, actually, oh, actually. And it's very hard. It's so specific that, yes, your job is to get up there and make people laugh, but at that time you want to make, or you also want to make everybody feel included. Everybody, you've got to try and make everybody laugh on a quality platform. Yeah. But, dude. How early into the gig did this happen? Like, Oh, a year in. A year in. Into the, like, sorry, the performance itself. Oh, sorry. Oh, my, like my career. first no, minute, no, no. second minute. Like, ah, first minute. Oh, I was yeah. on there for another four. How'd you come back from that? No, I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> it was just, it was just full on downhill. <laughs> and I'm like, at this point, and I'm like, no, I got this. <laughs> That's why it was a shit gig. Because I was like, no, nah, I'm doing it. And people are looking at me just going, what are you doing? Like I could see the back of the crowd because it was kind of like a well-lit pub. And I'm like, no, I'm going. I'm going for this. I'm going to try and fix it. I'm going to try and fix No, you can't. You cannot roll shit in glitter. He's <sighs> <laughs> still shit. And I was just done. I, I don't know, man. I walked out of there and I just, I don't know. I was speechless. I can't, I can't fix that. Yeah. I, I couldn't. I walked out of there and people said to me, like, at least you know what to not to do next time. And I'm like, what? What do I do? <laughs> like, I, I can't call people she. I mean, I, you, you, I don't want to. You can, you shouldn't. You in can, some, you in shouldn't. In some scenarios. You, I don't want to turn around and call a, she, a they and she goes, no, I'm a she. And I'm like, I know, but I don't want to. And then it's an explanation. And I'm like, oh. You know what I mean? <laughs> it, it, it's, a, it's a very political world. And, and you've got to work with that. So, so you've been got to try and be progressive and recognise those. So mind you, I just don't gig in Brunswick. <laughs> <laughs> People say to me, how are you going to fix that? I'm like, I'm just not coming back to Brunswick. Yeah. <laughs> it'll wait 10 years, it'll blow over, and it'll come back, try again. 10 years, that's, that's a bit too soon. <laughs> <laughs> they'll be like, you're that guy. <laughs> but um, yeah, that's, I just gig in like pubs, man. Like, <sighs> Was that your worst ever live performance, do you think? Um, no, I, no, look, <sighs> I've had this idea for a while, much like this, I thought it'd be cool to be able to take comics. Um, and it wasn't just a lot. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I wanted to take lot the comics, a bus full of comics. So like eight of them on a minibus and drive to a remote location and do a, pub, do a gig in a pub, those big old fashioned pubs. Mm. Like this is a gorgeous old pub that just time forgot uh, in places that no one's ever heard of. And you're like, this is great. This is places that these open mic comics have always wanted to go and just be that. So what I did is I filled a bus, perfect. I promoted the show, great. I got everything, all my ducks in a row. My one downfall was also such a benefit. I filled a bus with hundreds of dollars of alcohol. Oh, <laughs> uh, here we go. <laughs> I got a whole bus trashed <laughs> before the show. <laughs> and we Who got could have seen this coming, Andy. I got literally on... could not have oh it's, it's not your fault, man. Who no, would have known? No. I would not have thought. Because we didn't eat. <laughs> Right, before the show. 
and we piled in to a group of people who are highly intoxicated, <laughs> eight comedians who are going to give it their best. And I had my headliner look at me and say, I, I have no idea what to say. <laughs> it's like, what are my jokes? He was that blind. He completely forgot his headline set. And we had to sit there five minutes before the show and tell him his own jokes. <laughs> and I'm the MC and I get on and I'm like, so, comedy. <laughs> that was my opening line. <laughs> Welcome. <laughs> Comedy! <laughs> That's how blind drunk I was. And I'm like, I should probably tell some jokes. But I'd rather just bring on the comedians. Who have I got? Um, and then I look at a comedian and I'm like, this guy! Didn't even say their name. <laughs> no! <laughs> and they came on and it was a laugh. Everyone thought it was hilarious. Well, we thought it was hilarious. We thought it was great. We, we had a great time. I think everybody had a good time. The venue staff were like, we are never getting them back. <laughs> Our bus driver got so trashed, he pissed himself on the dance floor. It was great. The bus driver? Yeah, the bus driver. The bus driver. Were you staying in the town? Yeah, we stayed in the hotel. Oh, that's so okay. What was great was we actually stayed upstairs. Nice. Right? So good thing we didn't have to go anywhere. Um, we stayed upstairs and they locked the door behind us in the pub. And said, good night, because we were upstairs, right? In the hotel rooms, we basically got full access to all upstairs. Yeah. And then you, there's no door. There's just a really big old set of creaky stairs that go down and then down. And you're in the pub. <laughs> so you've left. Dangerous. Eight. Yeah. Eight extremely drunk comedians <laughs> locked in a pub. <laughs> and the oh driver has pissed himself. What happened? And you look, man, one of my guys pissed in the sink, right? In the sink, in like a little sink. Um, I'm not going to name his name. He still does comedy. Yeah. And, and we're like, we, like, we, it was walked in on, right? And went, Bleh, and he was like, oh, hey, don't worry about me. <laughs> right? He, same guy, actually, he, he's a carpenter, right? He's a carpenter by trade. And... He walked, okay, so I don't know if you know a lot of old pubs. The actual- Grew up uh, in the country, come on, of course I do. The owner of the pub, oh, like usually lives maybe mm. in like a little house off to the side, like in, inside the venue. Yeah. So this guy who got, was that drunk, one of my comics, walked down the stairs and then up into his house. <laughs> Opened the door and was standing in their lounge room Measuring their ceiling. <laughs> he was <laughs> drunk sleepwalking. And they seriously, they walked out and we, we, we kind of thought, we saw him and we followed him in. And we were like, what? I mean, the owner of the pub who politely gave us all the room and gave us a stage to perform on <laughs> is ushering, right? Ushering these people out. This drunk guy who is measuring up their house for possible demolition. 
<laughs> and he's like, oh yeah, oh yeah, like he's full, like getting things out, pretending he's, and, but he's, he's, he's dead asleep and no one knows. And we're videoing him at this point. Like we're taking videos, Colin, this is so good. And then he's walking out going, what are you doing? And we're just like, shit, it's funny. He's like, no, get out of my house. Like his kid's there. Like his kid is watching. The reason he woke up is because of, I think his daughter walked in and went, daddy, <laughs> Daddy, like there's a there's some strange man in the lounge room, <laughs> and we're yeah, that's how drunk we were. We thought it was hilarious, and then we walked out and they're like, "Go back to your rooms." Yeah, so that was that was that was fucked. What a great experience. Yeah, but we got asked back. Bullshit. No, we did. After we got all that, asked back, and we got recommended to another pub. <laughs> Before we left. They said, oh, there's another pub down the road. We'd love to have you. Was <laughs> they like, were trying to get rid of you. Maybe they didn't, <laughs> want, they didn't want you to perform again. No, go ruin my competitor's business. Uh, if you get on stage, you'll be like, comedy. <laughs> I think you you're ruin your own it. business. <laughs> and I mean, mind you, like, that, that we, like, we made some great friends. It was a lot of fun, but it was that was definitely... Glad you guys I, had fun. Though. I know, Maybe yeah. everyone else didn't. It was a no-go. <laughs> like, we, we politely got invited there by some friends and stuff, and, and we were like, oh, that was a great night, wasn't it? And they're like, it was okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, okay, all right. But, yeah, it was, it was full on. So, I don't know. It, we, we took two girls because we wanted to keep kind of like the demographic good they were friends of all of ours we had a great time but they just got hit on by everyone in the crowd and it was weird so these girls we were kind of like protecting them like awkwardly but they were getting perved on and it was a little bit creepy so it was all right but maybe that's why they ask you guys back yeah i wouldn't be surprised yeah yeah but it was still fun we had a lot of fun but yeah i look i'd still love to be able to do it i'd love to be able to go on but i think definitely sober (laughs) i think getting drunk after the gig but you did so well the first time, drunk. You don't want to change your winning formula. You know, you got some referrals. Yes. All right, that's it. End of the episode. Thanks for watching. Subscribe or whatever. Bye.